Welcome to the Raw Food Health Empowerment Podcast. I'm your host, Samantha Salmon, Certified Holistic Health Coach and author of You Can Afford to Be Healthy. And this podcast looks at a holistic approach to health from a multi-generational and multinational perspective of women of color. All right, so today on the Raw Food Health Empowerment Podcast, we are talking about what makes a wine vegan, right? So I know I've said many times on the podcast before that I'm not really into alcohol consumption. I'm not into, that would include wine, right? Because wine, um, you know, all the benefits that wine can boast of come from the grapes that are used to make the wine. So why, you know, why drink wine if you could eat grapes? or have grape juice, like your fresh grape juice, obviously not the pasteurized kind because pasteurized kind is basically just sugar with no nutrient value, Um, which I talked about on a blog post that I can link in this episode. But for those of you who are drinking wine, because what I understand as a coach is that people are gonna do what they're gonna do. You know, (laughs) you can say, I could have my personal feelings about something, back it up with, research and science but at the end of the day folks are going to do what they're going to do and there are vegan wines on the market so that may have people wondering what makes a wine vegan because I know I was wondering that question myself and when you look on YouTube and these different places on wine processing they don't really explain to you about finding agents, right? You see that the solution is coming out looking frothy. All of a sudden now they're bottling a very um, clean looking drink without any um, froth and soapiness to it, right? For them to go from the frothy uh, and soapiness looking type of liquid to like a, a liquid that looks better on the shelves is they go, they put the wine through a fining process. And in that fining process, they're typically using egg whites or um, casein, which is a milk protein to to, um, process the, the liquid. And then somehow they're filtering it out. So technically when you get a bottle of wine, which I have one here, right? Um, You- that's a vegan wine? This one is a vegan wine, and we're going to talk about this in a second. But typically when you get the wine, the wine is not going to say on the ingredient list that there's any, you know, casein or egg whites in it because technically it's not an ingredient. It's a processing agent. So they used it, they put it in to, to take out the, um, the molecules or sediments that is creating the froth and then somehow filter it out. But because of the nature of wine, of course, you're still gonna have traces of casein or egg whites in there, right? And if you're vegan with an allergy to these things, or you you know, don't wanna eat any animal byproduct, or you could be a religious vegan. There are some religions like Seventh-day Adventists who believe that, you know, you should not be eating any animal products. There's Rastafari, don't believe in eating animal products. So, you know, that's where you're going to want to make sure you get a vegan one. And these, these um, normal bottle of wines aren't listing that, even though technically there are traces of it in there, right? So this wine in particular is a vegan wine. And it's- Did I get my glass? Huh? Your glass? 
This one is called our daily red, red blends. This one from? Huh? This one. Okay. Huh? Tell me before you ask about it. Well, first, let me tell you generally. So we know regular wines, they use the casein or the egg white to basically make it not frothy, right? So how does a vegan, how do they make vegan wines? Now, vegan wines, you can either, it can be unfiltered. So nothing has been, no refinement process has been done. And so it can be vegan. So it hasn't gone through a refinement process or they will use something like activated charcoal, which we're aware of and we use or bentonite clay, which you know, I've used as a facial mask before, um, but they use that to extract, you know, those molecules and then filter it out. Same way they would use um, the other stuff, but those are, those are, you know, non-animal um, products. Products, right? Um, so yeah, so our daily red. This one in particular is a vegan one. It's a vegan red wine. And it's also gluten-free for folks who are concerned about that, which is a huge concern for a lot of people. Like you can end up in the hospital eating gluten if you have a severe allergy or you have celiac or something. Um, the interesting thing about this one, I, first of all, I love the, the title. And yes, this is not a sponsored whatever, right? They're not paying me. I haven't even talked to the company. <laughs> daily Red, right? Yeah, our Daily Red, which I was like, wow, is this a Christian company? Our daily bread. Yeah, because I was like, oh. And if you look at the the design on it, it's like from the um that um famous painting of um what's his with, name? With Michelangelo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But instead of the apple, it's it's the red one. Glass which, with the one. Yeah, which I thought was interesting. This bottle though, it it has no sulfates um, in this wine, 2019 California Red, and it says, enjoy within one day of opening. Because if it exposed to air because it has no preservative, it will mm -hmm. spoil. Yeah. What about, if you, what about if you refrigerate it? Yeah, it says, um, it says enjoy within one day of opening. Wow. That's what it says on the label. So well, it, has, it has no alcohol in there. So no, this is this is actual wine. This is alcohol. This is this is twelve point five percent alcohol by volume. Wait a minute now. Excuse me. It has alcohol in there because it's wine. But why why you have to finish it in one day? Well, that there's no sulfates. The sulfates, I guess, preserve it, um, and so. That's the catch. <laughs> That's the catch. You can actually check them out on their their website. So, our daily uh, our dailywines.com. Vegans who like vegans wine. Do the sorrel instead, the Jamaican sorrel. Mm -hmm. It looks beautiful in the glass. It looks just like wine. And as a matter of fact, you could also put a couple grapes in there before you drink it. <laughs> That's fun. Is that what you do? It has alcohol, but uh, um, Jamaicans, they do put um, that Jamaican white rum in there um, because they use it around holiday time. But this Jamaican here, she don't put no alcohol in hers. It's in the, I keep it in the fridge when somebody wants a nice clean drink. That's mm -hmm. what I get. 
-hmm. It's up to the individual if they want to add things to it, but I don't. Yeah. All in the ginger and um, pimento seed. I, rem I don't remember what they call pimento seed here, but we call it pimento seed. You put the pimento seed in there. It's a herb. And uh, it's a, yeah, it's a herb. And the, with the ginger. And it's very nice. Um, if you if you want to sweeten it, which I like dry wine, so I don't sweeten mine. Sometimes I'll put a little honey in there. The honey in there make it delicious. Very nice. So that's what I recommend for people who want to eat clean. That's yeah. clean eating. Yeah, you my own kitchen. What? You prepare it in your own kitchen and it's easy to be done. Very easy. Mm -hmm. And you can keep it for months in your fridge. Because the ginger preserve it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yes. For months. The ginger months. alone preserve it for months. Months. Because you can have it as a fermented drink. It doesn't hurt your body because it's a natural thing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I said I don't consume alcohol, but let me, let me correct that actually, because I do have kombucha once in a while. I don't, I don't That's drink it regular yeah i don't drink it regular because my body does not like refined sugar and all the kombuchas on the market have eight sugar. grams of of sugar which they need to so the sugar um is the in the process the sugar is supposed to be eaten by the bacteria right but there's not not all of the sugar gets eaten. So when you have, when you have plus, you know, I guess commercially, cause I've, I've read stuff that said, you know, your kombucha should be like five grams um, of no more than five grams of sugar for, for the, to be healthy or whatever, like, like as low sugar as possible. Cause there, you have to have sugar in the process of making kombucha, right? You can't have sugar-free kombucha. Um, but on the market, you know, there are no kombuchas with less than eight grams. I've, I've looked and they don't have it. And um, GTS is my favorite because it just tastes so great. And normally what I do, the, the bottles come in 16 ounces. I'll have two or four ounces at a time. And that's it for like the entire day. And I get it probably once a quarter, you know, <laughs> um, because like my body just really does not like refined sugar. Um, and you know what, this, this is the benefit of eating clean for a long period of time. Your body tells you what it doesn't want, you know, you don't crave for the things that you, you no longer uh, need. Body yeah. Excuse me, I'm a witness to that. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And, and so because your body is giving you that feedback so quickly, it helps you stay on track. So you don't really need, like, that's why with, with folks that come through my program, you get a coach in the beginning to help get your mind right and around these changes, right? Because it can be a huge change for a lot of people. But once your body starts to keep you in line, you don't need a coach anymore. <laughs> your body's like, nope, you're not eating that because that is going to make your, your digestive system like burn, your esophagus burn, you're going to have diarrhea, you're going to have gas, you're going to have, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and your body know how powerful your mind is. So your mind helps to control everything, you know? Yeah. 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 So um, on the kombucha tip, though, I wanted to say that that is basically like my wine, I guess. The, they, they have a, 
of one version of it, GTS has a divine grape flavor that I really like. They also have a hibiscus one, um, which is really nice. And so that's like my my wine. There's there is alcohol in the divine grape enough enough for it for me to be carded. <laughs> you know, they they ask me for my ID when I buy that kombucha. So um, yeah, ID when I buy um, wine too. So I don't know. I think I think it's a joke. <laughs> well yeah i mean if it if they're by law they have to if there's a certain amount of alcohol but the kombucha i doubt has 12.5 percent alcohol by volume i don't think there's that much alcohol i think it's like maybe five or something it's a really low number right um but yeah so anyway we went really? to a vineyard this reminds me of when we went to a vineyard that time you came to the yeah, bay yeah. area right yeah in um I want to know the recipe that Jesus used to make wine. He, he turned water into wine. So I wonder what he put in the water. <laughs> I think he used sorrel, you know. You think so? Yeah. Yeah, I think that would be and a good idea. And he to color it. I want to know the recipe. I'm going to research that. <laughs> because the Bible speaks about wine. The Bible says, um, I think Paul said it, the Apostle Paul. He said, wine is a mocker, but strong drink is raging. So that's why I'm about to say what I'm going to say. And it might sound funny because I'm your mom, but you know, we keep it, we keep it real. I am unapologetic when I drink a glass of wine and I only drink wine when dad is around. And um, because I don't want to look so different, like, you know, um, all that and a bag of chips. So I do have a glass of wine with him. But the thing about the wine that he buy, he buy good wine. He don't drink sweet wine. He drink dry wine. And the wine was recommended to us many years ago when mom was sick. The doctor tell mom to drink a glass of wine every day. And I, I was livid. I said, this doctor got to be crazy. But when I did a research on it, I realized why he tell her that. It stimulates the heart. And Paul told Timothy that a little wine is good for his stomach. So I want to know the wine that the Bible talks about. And I think it's the sorrel with the ginger. Let's hope so. Because I was just explaining this um, to someone that, you know, this wine is in the house, but I will never drink it. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, this, it was obviously purchased by someone who is not me. <laughs> um, but I would never drink wine and I'm unapologetic about what I choose to eat and not choose to eat, right? Okay. And, but the reason, the reason why is I was born and raised in a community where we have a huge dialysis center that is, you know, a large presence in our community, right? Mm -hmm. And knowing what I know now about how prevalent dialysis centers are in, in people of color communities and why that is, it's because um, our communities tend to have kidney failure at higher rates and kidney disease at higher rates. And what causes kidney failure and kidney disease? A lot of the times it has to do with bad alcohol. Diet. Yeah, bad diet, but also alcohol consumption. And yeah. we also have a prevalence of liquor stores in our communities. And so, yes, I, I, I say something 
Well, I just want to finish with, I do get alcohol in like, you know, when I use a vanilla extract, which I haven't used in a long time, but I used to add vanilla extract to my smoothies and I'll have kombucha once in a while. But beyond yeah, that, huh? your vanilla has alcohol, vanilla extract, the they pure- use, yeah, of course, because they use alcohol to pull the vanilla out That's so they're all, all of those tinctures, basically, they're going to have alcohol. That's how you make a tincture. Um, but I, beyond that, you know, I'm not, I, the, alcohol is not something I do. What were you well, going to say? It, it, oh, wow. You know, you know, Sam, hmm? uh, other people can relate to me after a certain age, you know, when we have something to say, we have to just say it right away because then we lose our thoughts. <laughs> it will come back to you. Okay. In my neighborhood, there's a Dallas center and there is two um, liquor stores side, beside it. And when you walk further down the street, there is a bodega, you know, the, the bodega. bodega. And then you go further down, there is um, Chinese store and fried chicken. They put them in the neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? Like we are surrounded by them. Mm-hmm. And not to mention two drugstore on one block. We went, we did a podcast like that before, but things haven't changed. It's the same. It's the same and it can be different, right? Because when I go to, you know, places like Calabasas, you know, for example, where Kim Kardashian has a store, you know, or like um, different neighborhoods of LA, you know, where health conscious and wealthy people shop, you have herbal stores, you have healthy food stores, organic produce available. I mean, I even got a facial oil made from chia seeds. You know what I'm saying? Like you have options, right? And um, look at the options that they're giving people of color communities in their communities and look at the options that are available in these mostly and predominantly white communities. Um, So, you know, I have, yeah, I have, I have, I have, I guess, um, I have a moral problem with that. And then on top of that, from my own concern about my own health, um, I just cannot um, consume alcohol beyond what I'm consuming right now, like through the kombucha and whatever vanilla extracts or whatnot, you know. Um, if I, I do have a tincture in my cabinet of valerian which is not open yet but at some point in my life i bought it thinking i needed it and i never opened it but i still have it just in case you know i need it um and all of these herbal tinctures yeah i mean i consider them to be healthy at the same time in order to make a tincture you need alcohol um and so there's so many different ways to prepare herbs that this one is like at the bottom of you know what I would use in my own herbal preparations as I'm, right. you know. Um, so yeah, so if anybody was at the Revive conference, you heard me uh, talk about in my talk on osteoporosis and bone yeah. health, you yeah. know, all the different ways in which you could prepare herbs. Um, uh, so there's many different options, the vinegars, um, syrups, teas and decoctions, you know, um, or infusions and decoctions. There's just so many different ways. That's what um, I'm saying. Yeah, because, you know, you, you shouldn't be at a point where you have to depend on alcohol. 
Yeah. I depend on a cup of herb tea every day. I depend on it because after my meals at night, instead of run for a bottle and pour some wine, which I don't have no wine in the house, but, <laughs> but I, I'll, I'll make me some tea because that's what, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's um, better than somebody just, and, and drinking alcohol and go to your bed, it's kind of dangerous too because you could get a heart attack. Yeah. Yeah, I don't believe in too much about wine stimulate the heart. Not if alcohol is in there. I don't understand. Yeah, that. yeah, because there's when you said that too, I was like, oh my gosh, I would love to talk to that doctor because <laughs> there's so many ways we could stimulate the heart, like herbs. <laughs> when when mom used to take care of the older people, the doctor used to tell her, the ones that who couldn't eat, give them some brandy. And brandy, brandy can knock you out. So I'm wondering why are they doing this to all the people? So the brandy opened their appetite. The only thing opened my appetite is the opium of the food in, you know? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, when people get older, they lose their taste. And I think that's the reason why they don't want to eat. Are they tired mm-hmm. of eating? You know? But, um, I don't know. I don't know. Because you have some people who believe in alcohol. You have people get up in the morning and that's their cup of tea. Alcohol. Yeah, and I mean, they're health conscious people, which is why I'm, I'm, we're talking about this now, that they consider themselves health conscious and um, they still want to have wine once in a while. They want to try it or whatever, you know. Um, and as we say, <laughs> that, to eat their own. own. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> We will and we have choices. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> so on that note, ooh, let me see that book. You know, you can't hold up a book without me getting excited. <laughs> Bible promises. Well, I read this every day. That looks like a good book. Every day, because there's a promise for accomplishment, a promise for children of God and a promise a promise for charity promise for church promise for everything so every day I read a promise from God mm. yeah it's a part of my daily devotion nice, nice. yes that's my high 